four values, number one, brother. Um, it goes deeper than, you know, the military. Like for me, it was thinking about honor, courage, commitment. Yeah, you know, it, it's everything to me. But at the same time, we need to make an actionable step. So what I did is uh, self-reflection and then it's true to self. So I got to be able to make sure that things, you know, fit well with who I am, what I'm doing. You know, I'm not like, oh, my gut says don't do something and then I do it, you know. So trusting that yeah. gut feeling, being transparent, accountable, because how am I going to be talking to you if I'm straight bullshit? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. we got Alundis Havens here and uh, excited to have you, man. I got to meet Alundis at uh, in St. Louis, actually, a couple months back, whenever that was. Uh, Zach Babcock's uh, live in-person alpha underdog event. So what's up, man? How you doing? Good, brother. Thank you again You know, for the honor to come on the show. I know we talked about it in St. Louis, uh, but yeah. now you know, our schedules are aligning, so it works out Make perfect. It happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I like to start off, I like to, you know, the name of the podcast is Championship Leadership. So what comes to mind for you or what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? Bro, I love that because uh, my podcast is called The Winner's Paradigm. And that's what I was thinking about, you know, yeah. was championships, leaders winning in that order, you know, and it was that's like, funny. how did how did you do it? You know, for me, grew up loving Kobe and that's kind of a little bit where that work ethic went in and had that drill sergeant dad. Um, so it was one of those for me where it was like, you couldn't push me to that level. But when you look at champions, you know, we're always um, figuring out, hey, what's the best thing to do for us? How do we get to the next level um, in all all aspects of life? You know, so it may be pushing yourself so you're best physically or maybe, you know, we got out the military, we're struggling a bit. And it's like finding that new purpose for us that's allowing us to be able to get through. And we're like, bro, we actually have all of these experiences, everything that people said we didn't have. Uh, but as leaders, you know, that's what we do is we bring out that best in other people. You know, we let them see, hey, this is how you should act. You know, in our case, um, sometimes we're just working through our stuff and then we're figuring out, hey, man, you know, we're getting to that next level by doing some of that uncomfortable work. Love it, man. Yeah, absolutely. I just uh, and I always love man. I always get a different response. Right. Uh, there's so many ways people um, define championship leadership and four and a half years in and I've never got the same answer. So that's always awesome to hear. What's uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you for the listeners that, that aren't familiar and, and kind of your story, your path and, and what it is that you're up to today and and uh, and yeah, what it is that you're up to. Yes, sir. So for me, it started uh, early. So my parents had me when they were young, 1921, partying and doing dumb shit. And it was one of those, you know, uh, really realize these things firsthand where girls coming in and out, partying, they're drinking, uh, parents, alcoholics, narcissists, racist stepdad in the mix. So um, it was one of those two where it was like always just hearing crazy shit, you know, couldn't really identify as myself. Um, it was as simple as me getting a design in my hair, thinking I look cool, you know, and I'm like, oh, I got this sick design. And then my stepdad's like, you're a fucking hoodlum and <laughs> going down on whatever, you know, and like, I get the, you need to look professional and squared away. And he's an army vet. So that was one thing, you know, with him was uh, certain things you just don't get into. And yeah. uh, it was really like knowing who I'm speaking to, for instance, my dad's a hustler, my stepdad worked in the factory. So I knew how to act around both, knew how to act around people. But for me, it was like not being able to process trauma. Uh, dad was very abusive, mom a little bit, you know, so ran into some situations um, to where it's like, I started, you know, fending back that arguing with my parents when I got older, because I was just like this, you know, uh, go to school and, and you can do good type thing. Like we don't have money, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're talking about going to college. Oh, that's too hard. Why would I want to do that? And that's where I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to do it on purpose. You know? So um, one of those work through all those things 
and then got into high school, really had more problems, you know, when it came into the parents and some of their things and them talking about the same shit for 20 years, but still drinking. And I'm like, man, like, how are we going to get any better? You know, so me and the stepdad got into it, uh, got kicked out the house, you know, um, moved out, called my recruiter. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, we need to move up that ship date three months earlier, went to the Marine Corps. And then it was even going home on boot leave. And some of those issues that I was talking about, you know, I'm very surface level, but they didn't get resolved. And it was teaching myself that like, hey, glad you got yourself out of your situation. Now you need to do something about it. So go home on boot leave. Um, my stepdad and my mom split up while I was in boot camp. They didn't tell anybody. I knew it because I knew the relationship. You know, my whole senior year, I was getting in fights with my stepdad. And I'm like, lay a finger on me. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> my head, I'm like, I yeah. fought my dad who's, you know, 70, 80 pounds bigger. So I was just like, yeah. I can do anything uh, to defend my mom. And uh Go home on boot leave. We have a party. My stepdad thinks my mom's having an affair. So what happened was my wrestling coach comes up to me. Hey, man, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Only one that's open is my mom's room. Um, so the coach walks over there, corner my eye, I see my stepdad, 45 cock back. He shoots within a centimeter of the dude's face. Uh, dude was a correctional officer. So that's the funny thing. And then here goes my stepdad, you know, being wild again. Uh, so he has the 45 on his hip, he's like yelling at me, you know, throw the friend, I throw the wrestling coach in a cop or in a car so that he can leave. And then the cops come, you know, try to arrest me. I'm a piss because SWAT team goes through the house, spotlight, but it was something for me where it was like mission came first, you know, so never processed that. I just kept going through it, hit a deployment. Uh, one of my, so before that, two of my good buddies died and then one died of cancer right before I went on a deployment. So I was kind of spiraling out of control, you know, drinking like crazy because uh, I was 19, 20 years old, became ops chief. So E4 and E6 position and now have all that power, you know, because it was, you know, going in the rooms, learning how to talk to people. Staff and CEOs are different because sometimes they just don't give a shit, you know, if you don't have the rank. So I'm just like, hey, man, like you either do this, you guys don't get promoted. And I'm like, or we don't fly. So you let the commanding officer know what we're doing because I have these meetings with them pretty much every day because that's the way my sergeant major rolled. So yeah. it was something for me where it was like, man, you got to check out all these things in life to whether if it's uh, solving the trauma in life to business, to all the cartilage in my right knee, learned that uh, for two years battle that I couldn't stay in the Marine Corps anymore. So felt defeated, you know, and then again, I was my own boss. But I was younger. So when I would try to go into jobs, I didn't have a degree. So they're like, oh, you don't have leadership experience. You don't do this. And it's just like, man, I ran our own shop and I was in charge of uh, four people. But our job took care of 200 individuals. That was yeah. promotion, retention, pitching them to go on boards when people weren't qualified. But that's what you do. Um, right. And then it was one of those, you know, making sure that we ran for we had the MV-22 Osprey. So running all the aviation logistics data. Um, having everything squared away so if anything happened and it was one of those you know coming out of the real world things weren't really checking out um, it was a little bit slower good thing is, is I was still you know using my uh, GI Bill going to school but I had a bigger goal so a week before my daughter was born started the Winner's Paradigm podcast and that's where I started recalibrating people's mindset you know talking about the tough things from childhood or even getting out the Marine Corps or talking about hey you know um, I know a lot of things as vets, we say we can't do something, but sometimes it's people labeling it. So for me, it was like knowing I'm going through that. And before I got out the Marine Corps, when I, my uncles is like, oh, that's not going to help you. And it was like, yeah, my joint, my my uh, deal was to stay in because that's what I wanted to do. But I got hurt and now my life's changing. And it was learning how to be able to adapt to that new mindset to conquer, to figure out, hey, you know, what is my passion? What do I do? Well, I'm really good with people opening up and letting them know, hey, this is how you can get to that next level. This is how you can heal from the shit that's bothering you. So for me, like all that drinking was just uh, trying to suppress that emotion, not feel that pain. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a crazy story. I know you covered a lot there and like you said, uh, probably not, not nearly as deep as you could, but we only got so much time, but, uh, yeah, that's, Absolutely that's a crazy are. story. That's a lot to go through and a lot to come back from in a, that short amount of time as a young man. Um, so what's, and you got behind you, like, if you're listening, you're not going to, you wouldn't know it, but, uh, if, we're, if you're watching this, yeah, aim alpha influence media. So what, what's up with that? Absolutely, brother. So Alpha Influence Media is a company me and Zach Babcock started. Uh, it's a podcast booking agency. But specifically what we do is more help uh, entrepreneurs, alpha entrepreneurs, alpha podcasters throughout this state into their business to where they're dialing in on their personal brand. So they're like, hey, man, I want to go in on this podcast. All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to get you with other shows that align to your purpose, to your mission. So if you're pushing a sales product, get you on sales shows that way, you know, you're building that relationship. So boom, mm -hmm. business can happen for you. And then yep. uh, we also have ad campaigns that run on that as well. So if someone click on your ad campaign, professional voiceover artists, professional graphics, go to your website, podcast, whatever. And then uh, now what we're going to start is doing video editing. So we're going to be able to chop up these episodes nice. that you go on and we're like, hey, man, you know, here's what you can put on social media. That's going to show people these graphics, you know, what you're doing, these snapshots that are going to be the, the money makers for you. So essentially what we did is we created a revolving door that's going to be able to bring business to people by just showing what you're doing and maximizing that to the best potential um, to where we even had some clients, you know, where they just focus on the relationship side of the house. We get them in the rooms and then from there, everything's yeah. taken care of. Love it, man. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. What, uh, who are some of the championship leaders that you've had in, in your life? And, and that's, you know, always more so like, you know, the who's important, but, but, you know, what is it about them? What are some of the characteristics that really stood out, uh, you know, as, as coach mentors, leaders uh, that maybe you've taken and helped to uh, mold who you are as a leader? Oh, so I'll say three, three off the top of my head. Um, actually, we'll do four. We'll do four on top of my head. All right. Uh, so we'll do the wrestling coach that, that yeah. almost got shot. The reason why is he was really the father figure uh, for me. Because, like, that was the one thing for me. So I had the hustle dad, and then I had the dad. So is he dad. still in your life, by the way? No, no. So we're no longer talking. Okay. Um, it, it was one of those things for me uh, with the coach that he seen me, you know, lose wrestling matches. My dad's screaming at me. I'm like, F off. And and he knew, you know, so he was the one that kind of mentored me, went through it. We're no longer yep. talking um, because him and my mom, you know, had something going on clearly. Okay. And okay. Uh, I denied everything. And then they kind of lied to me about it. You know, we're acting stupid. So I was just gotcha. like, hey, man. Uh, but at the same time, it wasn't necessarily that, you know, it was that he almost died because of us type thing. Yeah. yeah so it yeah, was yeah. like, I'm going to protect yeah. him because I, I don't have that. Um, yeah. So first person there, second is my mentor, my best friend. Uh, he's a chief in the Navy. So he was an E6 and I'm an E3. And uh, dude just really mentored me the whole time, whether it was like getting yeah. in the gym. So we worked 20 hours one day, you know, went to the gym for two hours, slapped for two, went back to work. But it was the mentality of like, hey, man, you need to get up or shit sucks. And he was always that one gave me a video uh, or excuse me, put a DVD in my car, a CD in my car about leadership. And I was just like, I'm not yeah. listening to this shit. And then a year later comes around, I turn around, I'm like, you know what? This is actually really good. Yeah. I've been wasting some time. Uh, so it was, you know, learning that. And then the last two, uh, one of my friend's mom, she had uh, cancer growing up and it was, you know, awesome kind of talking to her because she had a different background. So she's talking about all the dumb things she did when she was early on, but just really cared about people and uh, that was it, you know, for me, like I always felt like I was an introvert, couldn't really talk because of certain things or how my parents were. So I would get scared when I would talk to people. And that was something I learned at a young age. It's like when to know you're scared or not, you know, so yeah. I would say certain things and wait for the reaction because I knew that I, 
anything I'm going to say, you know, they're going to be like, oh, you know what that is? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen it before. And it was just one of those where it was like, people would click. Well, with her case, she's like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just all these things amounted and you got to act a certain way because that's where you keep yourself safe. So yeah. it was really learning those things. And then uh, I'd say Zach Babcock was the fourth because just kind of a, before it was silent mentor, you know, so listen to all the podcasts, message yeah. one of the group when I was getting out and I'm like, hey man, uh, you're inspirational. You definitely helped me on my journey. And then one of his guys, Paul contacts me, hey man, I was an officer in the army. And then that's kind of how that relationship started was Um, just being friends with them and getting in their group and being like, man, I'm trying to learn everything I can. That's cool, man. It's so important to have those types of people in your life, man. And, you know, I, every now and then I'll have a couple of people that can't really think of anyone, which is a little bit weird to me, but, but I think, you know, just about all of us can say that, yeah, there's certain people in our lives that come around for certain reasons. And it's important to have those that will come and put that arm around you and help lift you up through life right and i think it's important to kind of do the same thing as you have the opportunity to to pass that on to others as well um so that's cool to hear i always love hearing those stories what's uh what's what's a moment for you i know it sounds like you probably have a lot and there's a lot that you probably touched on just a little bit but um you know I, like a critical moment kind of a fork in the road um obviously you chose the way you did that has you where you are today, but had you chosen a different route, different path and went left instead of right and be in a very different place in your life. I think there's a lot of people face those moments every, every day. And it's out, there's always power in here and how others have chosen those moments to help give them some guidance. Is there a moment that you could share with us that comes to mind as I ask that? You know what I will? Yes. Uh, so this was during the Marine Corps. Uh, I'm mid, you know, being my own boss, running everything. Uh, actually, I got to the end of that. So when I met me and my wife got together, that was the end of me being my boss. And I think that's yeah. what was the most difficult thing. Uh, the reason why is I ran it so effectively that like my unit and the way I ran my shop, I trained every single shop down the flight line on how to be able to run their operations department, what to do. A lot of the things as well as like, oh, go to the Marine Corps order. Well, that didn't exist uh, yeah. for certain things. So you figure out what you do. And I'm making calls to North Carolina, to Virginia, you know, figuring out, hey, you know, what do we got to do for this? Because no one can give me a straight answer. And it was one of those two, when you get an inspection, everybody's getting scared. So I'm on a million miles a minute, accomplishing all these things, uh, start drinking a lot, you know, broke it off with the wife because I, would, I needed to handle my shit. And then we had a miscarriage and he hit back into, uh, I took care of her two weeks. And that's where I was like, you know what? I can do this thing. I can be the dad. I can be the husband. Like, I don't need to be partying, being an idiot. And it really clicked into the legacy type deal for me. Uh, Cause it was, how do you want to be envisioned for me? I remember my mom, my stepdad had two beers every single day, uh, minimum, you know, and they were like, oh, I need my beer. I need my beer. And, and that's how yeah. they react. And, and I was like, man, I don't want to be like that for myself. So the drinking's got to stop. And two, you know, it was looking at, yeah, my dad was abusive. He's an asshole, but he was dialed the fuck in when it came into, you know, working out in the gym yeah. and uh, getting things done. So, you know, that was one good thing I took from him where I was like, man, that yeah. got, the, got the workout in no matter what it was, even though he may have not been the greatest or the nicest person to me. It was something where I was like, what do you want to be? How do you want to be envisioned to your kids? And that's kind of where it went into as well as uh, even for entrepreneurs, it was like learning, hey, you know, we're all on our own journey, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that we get upset about, you know, or we get uh, some anger and it's just a projection yeah. because we're like, man, you have the power to do something great. You just don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's powerful. Appreciate that. What's uh, what's the vision for you? I think championship leaders have an incredible vision in, in their life and, and more so than that, like they have the courage to take action on it too, because oftentimes 
it's a vision that you know other people can't really see or think it's kind of crazy so like what's what's the vision for you even maybe short term like you know time seems to be flying by faster and faster so like five years seems like it goes by quick nowadays but what do you want to accomplish maybe the next five years and you know what what more importantly like the impact you want to make through that it yeah brother i love that and and it's funny when i think about five years because like i didn't even think about having a business for another six years you know and then i started um, so I'd say, you know, first, what we're going to do is we're going to roll out this um, portion of it now, you know, doing the video editing, getting people to kind of help them out with their podcast, because I know that's something you either do or it's a, a high, high ticket or, you know, you're either not doing it at all. So first start with people and helping them there. Um, then I'm going to use some more I'm learning NLP. So going to use some okay. of that. Uh, yeah, neuro-linguistic programming yeah. And, and really start working with people on the recalibrating mindset side to where it's either, if, you know, helping them out when they transition from the, the military because they had a lot of that. Um, or it could even be, you know, tapping into some of these things because that's what it did for me. I started a second podcast for the business, Alpha Influence Media, because I was jamming with entrepreneurs so well on the mindset things. Hey, bro, what shaped you? You know, what did well? And then in the future, you know, my 10-year, my five-year goal, uh, I want to create a community, have a gym, but more importantly, you know, have it, we can have CrossFit, we can have free weights, but have it to where we can have a mentorship program in there and then get yeah. people to fly out, you know, kind of like uh, any of those big events, you know, you have the fly-ins every single month, but we'll have yeah. fly-ins and it'll be all different entrepreneurs talk about how they dial in and business and life. So it could be even something like, oh man, I do yoga every single day and that's how I clear my mind. I'm there Love for my family. It, exactly. So it was something for me because like even now, um, I'm over here, I wake up at three or four to go to the gym. And if I don't do that, you know, it's difficult to get up the workout in. So I got a kettlebell right. and that's what I'm doing every single day are these kettlebell workouts that I didn't know kick your ass, you know? So it's all these <laughs> things where it's like, bro, we have to be able to challenge ourselves, but yeah. to be able to have that, you know, have the business owners around and then get all these different people in, Hey, this is how you can dial in here. You know, this is what you can be able to do. So that was kind of something I was thinking about for the long game. Cause I knew it, uh, a lot of gyms are highly populated, but that's where yeah. that you know, kind of helps out is we can be able to have another community in there. Hey man, pay $50 extra a month. You get in here and then now you're able to learn these lifelong steps that are going to help you wherever you're at, make it affordable. So it's not that it's just business owners. It could be anybody who's willing to, you know, put that work in. Yeah. I love it, man. That's great. What does we, we start to wrap this up. Like if there's one or two things that you could give to listeners that we haven't already talked about, um, you know, and they were to apply it today in their life and help move their life forward today, what would that be? Those cool. kind of principles that you live by? Core values, number one, brother. Um, it goes deeper than, you know, the military. Like for me, it was thinking about honor, courage, commitment. Yeah, you know, it, it's everything to me. But at the same time, we need to make an actionable step. So what I did is uh, self-reflection and then it's true to self. So I got to be able to make sure that things, you know, fit well with who I am, what I'm doing. You know, I'm not like, oh, my gut says don't do something. And then I do it, you know, so trusting that yeah. gut feeling, being transparent, accountable, because how am I going to be talking to you if I'm straight bullshit? And then yeah. three, you know, learning an application for me, um, our core values, because we can read a book, we can do all these damn things we say we're going to do, have these conversations, and then go back to being dumb and, and not listening to what we need to be doing or being on that track. So you learn all the things and then just take that one thing, man, and apply it to what you're doing because that's what's going to be the difference between what you did before and then what you're doing now. Yeah. Beautiful. What's, uh, how can we find out more about Alpha Influence Media and your podcast? Say the podcast name again. 
the Winner's Paradigm is the first podcast, and you can go to thewinnersparadigm.com for that. And then Alpha Influence Media, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, and that's going to be the one about building a dominant brand. Winner's Paradigm is about recalibrating your mindset. I see you all all over uh, social media uh, pretty consistently, too, and and uh, putting out some, some, some great value. So what are some ways we can follow you there? Absolutely. Uh, so Alundis underscore Havens, that's going to be Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, usually on there. So just comment or DM me and then we can be able to yeah. talk on there, you know, on whatever we're on. And that's kind of why I started both podcasts was, you know, I wanted to be able to have that floor to talk to people, whether it's business, because the majority of what I learn is by doing it. So it's one of yeah. those where, why don't we just share it with people? And I'm like, yeah. man, you know, I had the conversations uh, with one of my guys, Callie Keen. I didn't know jack shit when I talked to him. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I thought I knew a lot about business. I got to go back yeah. to it, you know? So yeah. put some work in and then now putting out that episode this week. Awesome, brother. Well, I appreciate your time today, man. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. I'm looking for, I know we're going to, uh, I'm going to have the opportunity to come on your show too as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. It was an honor.